gonna be so sad. Like the day that you do go back to work in the morning, he's gonna be like, "Where's daddy?" topic because I have a lot to say um but we're going to talk about paternity leave and how that has been for us um because we're going through it right now um and also how uh what we've learned about paternity leave and maternity leave um that is allowed by the United States or by Oregon where we live um do you want to start by talking about how no. your experience has been being home this time well, this is the third week, the at, end of the third week. Out of four. four out weeks. of four that I got, which was great because I got two with our first child, Hudson. And that was just like paid time off, like vacation time that I had I'd saved up. And the even this like this last week, the third week has felt like just being home this long. Like I don't want to go back. Number I was just one. thinking about asking you today, like, do you feel like it's flown by and you want more time or do you, are you kind of at the point like, okay, I could go back to work now? Uh, honestly, it's gone by like, you know, the saying like time flies when you're having a good time. It's gone by slow, but not because I haven't enjoyed my time. I think it's, it's gone by like gracefully slow. Like I've really, really had an opportunity to soak in the time home and one of the biggest things, because I wasn't sure how the dynamic was going to be with, because it really depended on how Harper was going to be as a baby. And, and she's genuinely like a good baby. She is a good baby, but she needs mom a lot. And with that, our son, who's four, it's given me an opportunity to spend a lot of time with him, a lot more time than I have ever spent with him consecutively. I mean, two weeks when he was born. And I guess you could say that counts as time spent together, bonding time. But really, that's like changing. And, and well, even like just the first two weeks, I feel like you've got to hold Harper more this week than you did the first two weeks even. I mean, <laughs> did I let you hold her like the first week? No, <laughs> not really. But I mean, it's just she's a, a baby. And, and you're just I think you're being a little protective over her. Which I understand. Yeah, even when like the few visitors we did have, whenever someone was holding her, all like literally all I could think the whole time is like, I want her back. Yeah, and I knew that I would get my chance, um, but I was letting you bond. I wasn't. There was no like. I never thought like, oh, just you know, I wish you would stop hogging her. Or, like I knew that you needed that time with her, and I was right there too. Cry because <laughs> yeah. she's perfect. Um, but even like, because at this point like with Hudson you had already gone back to work yeah because we're in week three and I just was thinking like two nights ago whenever you were laying with both of them on the couch it was last night I think or maybe the night before but I was just watching you and I remember thinking because she was crying and you like laid her on your chest and she like almost immediately went to sleep and so I feel like she already has a bond with you like in that moment I felt like she preferred you over me yeah <laughs> and 
you're really good at putting her to sleep. And so I was like, she has had an opportunity now to bond with you. So you're, you're building a bond with her and you still have another week with her before you go back to work. Where yeah. at, With Hudson, those first two weeks, I was probably holding him the whole time. Yeah. And, uh, the, the bond with, with Harper and I, that, like that first week, for example, I did get a hold her a few times. Actually, I was the first person to hold her. I mean, you caught her. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, it, it's funny because I don't know what it is. Listen, I'm no doctor, so I don't know if this is the right term or not, but it was a, a oxytocin when you hold a baby or like the skin to skin. I just remember like a few nights ago holding her and feeling that. And it was like, I had forgot cause it does, I don't, I wouldn't say it goes away totally. Cause I still like, I love to hold Hudson as big as he is. But like holding a new baby and then her just like passed out on my chest. I get to feel that. Like it's weird. You can feel it's almost like a the only way I can explain it is like an energy transfer. Like you can feel all her little love like going right into you. And it's kind of addicting. So don't blame me for not letting her go. Yeah. Also, if you hear little noises, she is strapped to my chest right now. Like that. That's her. <laughs> <laughs> But that is like a good bonding thing is just being able to hold her. And But what I was getting to at the beginning, the beginning of that is like me being home and being able to like really bond with Hudson and make sure that you don't have to get up She's with him. Because that kid wakes up as soon as the sun's up. He's standing in our doorway. He's like, I'm up. He literally did that it's, one time. It's morning just, time. It's time to get up. Let's party. <laughs> it's party time <laughs> so especially that first week first two weeks well the first so the first week my midwives um said to only get out of bed to go to the bathroom and back to the bed and then the second week it was i could go to the bathroom and to the living room to sit down but like not to be walking around so had you not been here despite what they had said i would have had to be you know walking yeah, no around getting him food and and taking care of whatever he needed. So I felt like I got to like really heal and do what my midwives were advising that I do. And the healing process this time was amazing. Like, I feel like, I know they still say like, you know, don't listen to your body. Like don't work out until like six weeks. Yeah. But I feel like I could, I just, I feel like my body that. is capable of whatever it was before I was pregnant. That's awesome. I'm glad. I'm glad. That's just one thing I've thought about the whole time. Like, and I'm used to getting up way earlier. Oh, of course, I've been staying up way later too. Yeah. What time is it right now? What time are we recording this? Ten thirty. Yeah. P.M. But even then, like waking up. What does he get up like seven? Whenever the sun comes up. Yeah. It's just like I don't feel that. Like I have no. I have not one time. I was I like. Oh man, you kidding me. I mean, maybe a few times I, if I'm being totally honest for like I wanted to sleep in some more and Hudson's just like poking me in the face. <laughs> Opening but, the curtains. <laughs> yeah. Letting the sunlight in. But it has been great just to just to be able to give you that time to heal and spend time with Hudson. Like I I ask him like play a little bit of Jedi mind tricks with him. I'm like, well, bud, got to go to work tomorrow. Do you want me to go to work? He's like, no. I'm like, all right, I'll stay home a little bit longer with you. And they get so excited. It's going to be so sad. Like the day that you do go back to work in the morning, he's going to be like, where's daddy? I know. It's like he's at work. That makes me sad. Um, 
And this is also, you said this is the most consecutive time you've ever spent with him. Yeah. And we haven't been like going anywhere. No. We've just been home really. We I mean, got I've only, Harper and I have only left the house twice. Yeah. It's not like this has been one big like celebration vacation thing. It's a celebration, of course. Yeah. But and being COVID time right now, the two times that we did leave the house, I was like, well, one of the times I Harper and I didn't even get out of the car. But the first time we left was to get our Christmas tree. Yeah. And that's like you're going to a Christmas tree farm. Like generally you're not getting super close to people, but we live in a small county in a small town and of course we saw people that we knew at the farm and i just remember like anytime we did see somebody i knew i just was like okay stay six feet away just like, like put a tree in yeah. between you <laughs> yeah they'd like take a step towards me and i'd take a step back <laughs> like it's a really scary time to have a newborn and take them in public right now because they say it's not until two to three months before they've built their own immune system and yeah i i personally think i have a great immune system i joke that i have the immune system of a rock because I literally never get sick, but, and she's getting immunity from me right now, but not entirely. I don't think, so I don't think she builds her own until two to three months. And so I'm trying not to take her out of the house until then, just cause I don't, I mean, there's so much uncertainty about this virus and I don't, I don't even want to risk it. Yeah. Then we could talk more. We have some ideas we wrote down and one of them is this time of COVID with a newborn so I'm sure we'll get a little deeper into that. But uh, what are like like your views on, like you, let's say before, I got to stay home this long. I knew that you wanted me to, but what, what was your view of like the, the paternity leave as a whole? Like, did you know that people generally don't get to take very much time off, if any? Yeah, I mean, I didn't even, because when you found out, so you got to take four weeks this time because we found out that your work offered paid paternity leave. Yeah. Um, and that's two weeks. They So they pay him two weeks paid paternity leave. So if he didn't have the vacation saved that he also did, he would only be taking two weeks. But because we didn't even know about the paternity leave that he was allowed to take, he had saved his vacation. So when he found out about the leave that his work offers, then it went from two to four weeks but um and then what so like if a female at your work gets pregnant how many weeks do they pay paternity or maternity i don't have the paperwork right in front of me but i think it is like the full like state mandated like the 12 weeks paid yeah yeah Um, you work for a really great company though a lot of places don't there nowhere right now is required nowhere in oregon is required to offer paid maternity or paternity leave no the it passed the law passed but it doesn't go into effect until like 2023 yeah so three years from now yeah and we uh the actually the two weeks of paid paternity leave that brad's work offers didn't go into effect until april of this year so we just got really lucky lucky, that they did that um but i remember thinking with hudson when i remember when you went back to work thinking like that it was too soon like that i wish i had you for longer and at that point i was still like pretty much staying in bed with hudson like i would obviously get up to go to the bathroom or get something to eat but we stayed in the bedroom i wasn't wandering around the house a lot and um that was a little harder too because i was a first time mom i had a lot of questions and thankfully i had friends that had had kids before me and i relied on them a lot but um and it's funny because that was like non-covid time 
and in the first two weeks is when I feel like people want to come see the baby and I remember thinking like we were having a lot of visitors and I kind of wished that we didn't have people come visit until after you were back to work because you know that was like the two weeks for our family and like when you went back to work is when I wished I had visitors to come like hold her while I showered or or hold him while I showered or to I don't know just like be here I guess so I wasn't lonely but um (laughs) she's getting a little fussy might have to uh clean up the audio a little bit so no one gets their eardrums blown out but little thing (laughs) (laughs) it's okay we can just pause it again for just a second wouldn't uh be a podcast about parenting without a few baby breaks right um but yeah this time with you being home for four weeks like we're past that point of like me being stuck in bed and healing and you know navigating breastfeeding and all that and during that time like you have been amazing through all this you were a rock star during the birth and now like during this time you've like brought me all the food that I've needed I grabbed extra diapers grabbed extra clothes for her like basically done you've been like a dad and like house nurse or whatever like you really took care of me when the midwives had said like don't you know, don't get out of bed. Like it's just to help with the healing process. And I feel like I healed really well because I was able to listen to what they said to do. And now these last two weeks, it's like I've been able to be out in the living room. We've been able to go get our Christmas tree and like bond as a family. And, um, I've been more apt to letting you hold her. And, um, and Hudson's like, I could not imagine like having to, you know, help Hudson in the ways that he needs help while also, having to care for her too in these just in these first few weeks at least and so now yeah. I've been able to do a little more for him and kind of get in the swing of things like I've in these last two weeks I've been trying to ask you to do less I keep telling myself like should I just take advantage of the fact that he is here or should I like use this time to like try to get myself ready for when I, it's just me again and just use you if I need to and so that's what I've been trying to do like um, trying to cook more meals and trying to do more for Hudson and really only asking you for help if I absolutely need it. Well, I'm here. I'm here for a reason. So if you need me. And Hudson has, like, you guys haven't ever got this kind of time together before. And I know that he's really loved getting to go in the garage with you and build stuff with you. And you've done a lot of really fun and cool things with him that you haven't been able to really do before working 50, 60 hours a week. Yeah. It is true. Like, well, I sometimes get three-day weekends, but, like, a Saturday and Sunday is not enough to really, like... It's hard to build a bond with a kid. Not to say that you can't or that I, I wasn't already, but like you think about, especially if you work, like, a really long week, and then Saturday you, you, you wake up, you're tired still, and then maybe you can do something part of Saturday... And then Sunday rolls around and it's already time to like think about like going to bed early and getting ready for the week again. And not to say that I I do that and think about it negatively because the fact that I can go to work and bring home a paycheck that we can like survive off of 
I'm eternally grateful for that and I would do it forever. But that comes with, you know, not being able to spend as much time as I would like to. And again, I can't, I do have opportunities to take time off and have longer weekends if I want to, but this this time to to be home this long has been just so amazing. I couldn't I can't believe that there's some people that just like we watched a documentary called Zero Weeks and there were some people moms who the people who actually gave birth to the kid were like two days later I had to go into the office. I just don't understand how that's even Well it's crazy to me because the documentary documentary also highlighted the fact like like I understood and like had known like not everybody gets maternity leave because actually when I, I worked at a bank, I remember somebody getting pregnant and, you know, having a baby and she had said that she had to take like a second loan out on her car to like pay for her hospital bill and also pay for her to be able to, like, I think the bank gave her like a few weeks unpaid or something. She used her vacation, but to stay home a little bit longer, she had to use that, that money. And it's crazy. Like people have to do huge financial moves like taking a second loan out on your car or like just having to go into debt yeah going into debt yeah and uh something that i had mentioned to you too while watching the the documentaries like all these people are talking about like i still have rent to pay and i have to put food on the table and stuff and it's like you're having you're figuring out how to still like pay your life bills and then the hospital hits you with this huge yeah i don't know did they say did you i know you took notes and i didn't um, go figure. <laughs> uh, did they say like what an average hospital bill is for birth? Like, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't, no, I don't think they said an average. Um, I don't really know that they talked too much about actual medical bills. Um, but I know when we were figuring whether or not I was going to have a home birth or a hospital birth, because we had found out that the midwife I had chose to work with was not in our network for our insurance. And so... And we also found out at that time that we don't have any out-of-network coverage, zero. So if we wanted to continue with that midwife, we were going to have to pay entirely out of pocket for it. And that was, was it 4,500 or 4,800? I think it was 45. I think we got like... If you paid before like your 38th week of pregnancy, you got like a discount and I think it was $500. So I think it was 4,500. And then... uh, at first, I was like, oh, my gosh, no, like, I can't, we can't do that. Like, I'm not going to pay, like, that much out of pocket. But then we had talked to some people, or you had talked to a coworker who in the last couple of years had had a baby, same insurance. His wife had a hospital birth with an epidural, I believe. And they paid close to that amount after insurance was yes. taken there, what they were going to pay out. And so you had said, well, if, you know, we're going to pay close to the same either way, so you might as well do what you want to do which was the home birth we paid out of pocket for it. but that is we ended up paying what we would have had would have paid for a hospital birth after insurance anyways and depending on how it went because it it could have went significantly different at the hospital just based on like the way you were able to labor and, yeah. and, and deliver and this says the average cost without complications during delivery is ten thousand eight hundred eight dollars but it can increase up to thirty thousand just depending on what happens, what you yeah. have to do. Yeah, well, because a C-section is a surgery. Yeah. That is insane. 
$30,000. Yeah, and obviously if you have insurance, they're going to cover whatever your coverage yeah. is well, set okay, to. Yeah, well, okay, so say we, our insurance covers 80% after, or 80% before our deductible is met, right? After. Okay, before? so. After? I don't know how insurance yeah, works. Insurance is really complicated, but um, what's 80% of 30000 It's What's left know. over? That's still a lot to have to pay. You're asking me to do math live. <laughs> Sorry for putting you on the spot like that. Regardless, go. it can get really expensive. People have to go into debt, not only with the with the hospital bill, but then it, like you, if you can't take time off to heal, if you can't take time off to heal, you're not. There's no income coming in, for the most part, unless you take a loan or have some money saved up which I guess isn't money coming in. It's just thinking ahead if you're even able to save up. Um, and imagine and being a single mom. You are the only income. Yeah. Well, and something like that was interesting that we, with this, this uh, documentary that was, it's called Zero Weeks. One moment, please. Okay. So it seems like nothing happened, but it's actually been a couple of weeks. Um, I had to cut the episode. Uh, you'll probably, if I don't cut it all the way out here, Harper cry there right at the end, right before I started this this sentence. And we had to wait a, wait a few weeks until we had an opportunity to start recording again. Luckily, we listened to what we did record, so we kind of had an idea of where we were going with things. And we were just about to get into the documentary a little bit more that we watched called Zero Weeks. That was... The documentary talking about basically that the United States and I think it was Papua New Guinea mm-hmm. are the only two countries in the entire world who don't provide any sort of paid family leave for the and, father or the mother. Yeah, and there it's crazy because other countries some provide all the way up like a year, several years. Like it's crazy to see what other countries are providing for parents and we us in Papua New Guinea it's literally zero and something else that was kind of mind-blowing to me about because it's just crazy to me in general that there's no paid paternity leave but even their uh, documentary said that some states don't even allow um, unpaid like companies don't have to give you unpaid leave either they don't have to allow you at all to like your job is not secured I think I may be wrong on this, but I think that was a law up to a certain point within like the uh, pretty, not well, not so distant past, but they did change that. They, they got the law passed where you can get through FMLA, the Family Medical Leave Act, you can get 12 weeks guaranteed basically that you keep your job. Oh, okay. But no pay. Yeah. And that that's hard. I mean, <laughs> who can go three months unpaid? Yeah. That is... Uh, I mean, some people can swing that, and and it's good that that's a law that you can keep your job for that. But that's still kind of scary because, I mean, especially where we live in Oregon, it's an at-will employment state. Mm-hmm. So, okay, let's say you take 12 weeks off. You can afford it. Well, they can't fire you for, you know, taking, taking that time off, but they could find another reason to fire you. There, there's really, they don't have to give a reason. Yeah. They could just let you go. So, I mean, FMLA is great. That's a great thing, but it's not enough. Um, there was one of the things, one of the many things they covered um, 
And there's a website, zeroweeks.com, and they have all the facts and like short videos that they they covered in the documentary. I would definitely suggest watching it though, especially if you're going to have a kid or if you're just interested in knowing what uh what we're talking about here, but one of the things that I found really interesting is that with with paid leave, they found that a mother is 40% less likely to need public assistance after the birth of a new child, which is really important because there's this whole like I guess it would be the American way mentality of people pulling themselves up with their bootstraps and, you know, battling through adversity and, and finding a way when in reality, like you said, it's so tough to, to go that long without any pay and then to have to worry about like trying to heal. And of course people are going to go look towards, you know, some sort of, uh, like government assistance, which is like the same kind of people who are against paid leave which they're mistaken on how that would even be paid for are the same people that are against people taking any sort of like government, I guess they would call them handouts. And if they could have this paid leave, there's like this way less chance that they wouldn't even need that any extra help. And what people don't understand, it's not even like a government program. You would pay into it with your paychecks. That's what we're doing here in Oregon. It's almost like insurance. Yeah. And I think they're, is it five other states that I do it already? Remember. When we watched the documentary, it was three, and Oregon wasn't one of them. And I think since the documentary has been made um, ourselves and one other state has adapted that that policy. I know. I Like, looking now, I should have, like, really refreshed myself more on some of these. I took a few notes on it. Well, what are, what are some things that you found, like, the most interesting? Um... Well, you had already mentioned that some places can't even take the unpaid leave. And I had wrote it. They had said like two out of 10 people don't even, they're not even allowed um, any, like time to leave at all. But that since has changed. Um, do you, can you see on that website when the documentary was made? Um, let's see here. Try not to leave too much dead air. Something too that is kind of um not really talked about is well we you know zero weeks in the united states and some countries give several months a year multiple years um because you need so much more than a few days or even a few weeks as the mother because your postpartum symptoms don't go away after a week in fact um I just had my six week uh, appointment with our midwives and I was just now given like the clearance to start resuming exercise as my body is comfortable with um, among many other things basically like released back to normal and but the postpartum symptoms go so much further beyond those six weeks like um, the I think the time that women start to lose, like the postpartum hair loss, that usually happens around like two to three months. And um, not to mention like postpartum depression, that can uh, not present symptoms until like up to like a year after you've had your baby. So your body works so hard to create and grow this human than to birth it. And it takes a while for your body to go back to normal, for your hormones to regulate, for uh, everything to function properly again and i cannot imagine one having to 
you know, heal and then take care of a baby and also go back to work. Like that's a lot for a woman to have to deal with. That is, it is a lot. And I did find, it looked like this documentary came out in 2016 and there's like a little paragraph I wanted to read just this kind of describes why they made this documentary a little bit better and it's it's uh not terribly long so just bear with me for one second and this is from the website zeroweeks.com and it said in 2016 only 14 percent of private sector workers workers in the u.s reported having paid family leave through an employer less than 40 percent have personal medical leave through an employer provided temporary disability program the united states and papua new guinea are the only countries in the world without a paid leave law. Because 44% of American households don't have enough savings to cover their basic expenses for three months, families are often forced to choose between taking time off to care for a partner or parent with an unexpected medical emergency or continuing to work so that they can keep their job and health insurance. The crisis, this crisis is just as bleak for new mothers. Nearly one in four mothers return to, week, to work within two weeks of having a baby. Without the protections of paid leave, new mothers are 40% more likely to need food stamps or public assistance. And that's another thing with like, with paid leave, is it's not just about having babies. It could be if you got sick or I got sick or yeah. your there mom was, got sick. Um, there was a couple on the documentary that their, um, their twin babies were born, I think they were born stillborn or passed away shortly after birth and they were only allowed six days and they kind of went on to talk about what those six days looked like um, because a few of those days they were still in the hospital I believe and then uh, another day was like they had to plan the funeral or go to the funeral and then you know by the sixth day they still they were not ready to return to work and no that's that's just not enough time at all for grieving or healing or anything but that's all that they were allowed was six days no that, that is insane that's just like it's such a lack of compassion like the way i had gotten into i won't say arguments but discussions with um some people that i had worked with in the past and one of their their points were that like i didn't need to be home my point was that we shouldn't be responsible for someone else's decision to have a child or that someone should have their own savings, you know, to take time off to take care of a family member or whatever it may be. Whereas my, my personal thought and feeling on it is that if I could give, especially after taking the leave to be home with my family, if I could give that to somebody else when it's when it's just a little bit of my paycheck it's a small amount i don't remember the uh the number but it's so small that you really won't see it come out of your paycheck you won't notice it if i could give that to somebody else i would do that i would happily see that see that through that somebody else would have an opportunity to take care of a family member or be home with their family during a time like you know, by the arrival of a newborn. And some some life events are planned, sure. Like some people plan their babies, some people don't. But a lot of like family medical emergencies, those aren't planned. You can't plan for your mom or dad to get sick or your child to get hurt or your spouse to get hurt. So how, like no one can, I mean, 
of course, you can always plan for the unexpected, but not everybody can do that monetarily. No, and it's life is so full of just random craziness that like there could be a couple of different things that happen. Yeah, and I think it's really important, obviously, for there to be maternity leave in place for the moms, but I don't think that the dads should be on either because their role is just as important at home and they're just as needed and most of the time husband like husbands don't get to take any time off work like um the there was a dad in the documentary who before they had their baby he was asking his work do i get any uh, paternity leave and they said no you get no time at all and they asked him you don't you're not going to be breastfeeding the baby, right? Yeah. And yeah, he's not going to be breastfeeding the baby, of course. But who's this even say that one, that baby was even breastfed. Could have been a formula fed baby. Um, but there's so much that goes into taking care of a baby and just like life at home. Once you have a baby, it's not just feeding the baby. Like the dad helps in so many other ways, like f- helping cook, helping clean. And if you have other children in the home, helping take care of them, helping the mom when she's not supposed to be moving around for a couple of weeks and yeah the baby needs fed but it also needs changed and also needs baths like there's so much that the dads can be helpful with if they can be at home with the mom Mm -hmm. definitely and that's something that i think we covered it on the first half but just like you said the first few weeks especially and definitely if there's another kid in the house but like making it where you don't have to get up you know, just, just as minimal as, as possible to, to allow you to heal. Yeah, it definitely makes a difference in how quickly you, you heal. If you're, you know, listening to what your doctor or midwives advise and staying in bed or sitting down when you're supposed to be, you're going to heal a lot faster than if you're up moving around. Because there was a couple days, if I'm being honest, where I didn't stay in bed like I was supposed to. Like we had taken our newborn photos one day. So I was up and moving around for those. And the next day I could like, tell that I had you know pushed myself a little too far I was in a little bit more pain nothing terrible but I could tell my body was saying hey like you need to take it easy and obviously not everybody gets that luxury yeah I'm very thankful that we did but that's the thing about the whole point of that documentary is it should be like a human right that you should be able to allow your body to heal after something Mm -hmm. I mean it is a traumatic thing to go through I mean, could you imagine if, like, you got hit by a bus and they're like, you got to come in, dude. Like, you can't, you know, we you just got to have you here. Well, that's kind of like doing all this COVID stuff. There was all the shouldn't, I mean, people joked about it, but where, you know, some jobs were telling people to literally come in. They didn't care. Or like when it, sn- it doesn't snow that often in Oregon where we live, but <laughs> it seems like when it does snow, like work is still just like, you got to come in, like. Yeah, can you make it? Yeah. Oh, you drive a two-wheel drive car? Okay, I'll come get you. Like, you're still coming to work. Yeah. No, it's uh, it was definitely a good watch. And, and I had those feelings already anyways. Like, I, th- I was like, so why can't there be some way that besides, you know, having to save up money, if you even can. And it definitely opened my eyes even more and and push my my feelings more in that direction after seeing the documentary and it it does show you some some tales of people like like we had talked about a little bit already 
so you get to see that that side of it, that human side of it, and it's it's a real thing. It happens. Tragedy happens to people. Um, whatever the opposite of tra- tragedy is with a baby <laughs> <laughs> happens to people. Just life changing moments. Yeah. Um, I I just know that it's it's something that I would encourage anyone to do, and whether culturally it's acceptable, especially for guys, it's it's uh, I know that. I had overheard some some talk that uh, I was home playing daddy. Which, I mean, literally, that is what you're doing. You are a dad, and you're here helping be a dad to our son. When I was doing what I needed to do after having a baby. Yeah, and luckily, it wasn't from anybody important. No one I have to answer to or anything like that. Everybody was mostly understanding, but there's still kind of that, like, that stigma is like why are you yeah the man i feel like that's old way of thinking like the husband goes to work and the wife stays home and takes care of the babies well the mom needs help too sometimes yeah it's just it was it's kind of sad honestly my initial thought was like come on dude just like go home and hug your kids like (laughs) you 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 need to uh appreciate that time home and and i don't know i said that it came from a place of jealousy like who wouldn't want four weeks off with their family? If you don't, then <laughs> that's weird. Yeah, I wish it was longer, honestly. And I, I also would encourage anybody to, it does, like even if you're not planning on having a baby right now or if you're at the beginning of your pregnancy, I think it's important to, if you don't already know what benefits your work offers, and it might be a heartbreaking, oh, we don't offer any paternity or maternity leave, but we honestly had no idea that Brad's work offered the two weeks that they did and they didn't they sure weren't quick to say oh did you know that you get two weeks of paid paternity leave like we had just heard it from another employee and he looked up the or you know asked about the policy and it was true so uh it's definitely worth looking into seeing what your place of employment offers um just so you know ahead of time or you can start planning for that in the future and if you do decide to have children or if you're pregnant now not to mention, there's there is this the part of it where uh, me being home allowed Kelly to to heal easier, allowed me to do things like change diapers or um, hang out with Hudson, which was like where I'm getting to with this this point is I grew closer to my family because I am gone most of the time, so I got. You know, to spend more time with my son than I've ever got to spend consecutively. We got to binge watch a lot of shows. <laughs> yeah. I feel like our marriage got stronger from just being around it, which is like, I mean, I guess that could go either way for some people. I don't know. But yeah, I definitely was really sad the day that you went back. But I liked being here. I liked being with, with my family. Like all those times at work where I'm like, I just want to get home. I know that's because I want to be with you guys. It's not just because I don't want to be, I don't want to work. Mm-hmm. And so being here and like that verifying that it was, that was, that was so great. It was. And you got to be here for, so, I mean, Harper didn't start crawling or walking or anything during those times, but, um, there's like just little moments that you miss out on during the day when you're gone for work and you got to be here for all those little moments in the first month of her life. And during that time for Hudson, um, you don't get them back. No. None of that. And it's, uh, 
<clears throat> you know, there's not a lot that happens in a month, like you said. But even now, I'm sad that she started smiling. And I'm like, you I saw her first smile. I, I know, but it was my it was her grandpa that was holding her <laughs> for her first smile. But but even okay. those we things, saw it. like, you know, even going, going back to work now, I don't get to see them whenever I want. I know. I what I don't remember what I texted you the other day that Hudson did or Harper did. But you responded like, I wish I was home with you guys. Yeah. Because even the little moments of like Hudson doing something silly or, you know, her doing something as little as smiling because she's just a potato right now but uh those moments are important and i'm glad that you got that first month with her well i'm glad too and like like kel said if if you have something like that coming up like a baby new baby um or just in general in case something happens look into it look into what your employer offers um oh also i didn't end up getting it but I definitely want to plug this is the Dove Paternity Leave Fund, Dove Soap. I thought this was a really cool thing that they do as a company. It's a grant for dads. And <laughs> <laughs> our son just woke up and scared the heck out of me. It is a fund that they they offer and you basically just fill out information um, of who you are, what you would do with your time off. Um, you're essentially writing an essay th- through these qu- different questions, and they can pick you to give you $5,000 towards uh, paternity leave. So that 12 weeks of FML- FMLA that you would get unpaid, you could put that $5,000 towards that. Didn't end up getting it. I would have used it definitely to stay home longer if I did. But it's a, it's a great thing that that, that company does. So something that Brad had already mentioned um, a little bit ago that is a little unique about this podcast is that the first 20 or so minutes was recorded several weeks ago while Brad was still on paternity leave. And um, this last half of it, we are recording now that he has gone back to work. Um, And it has been, I don't want to say terribly hard, but there's definitely been some challenges with you know, I had him here for four weeks helping me, and now um, during the week, it's just me with the kiddos, and it definitely, I mean, of course, I already appreciated everything he was doing while he was here on paternity leave, but now that he's gone back to work, it has shown me, like, how helpful he was here, even in the little things, like, you know, making sure that I'm eating or making um, me breakfast in the morning or helping with Hudson um now during the week that's all on me even as simple as like if I'm sitting here feeding Harper he would like grab me water if I needed it or um just anything really and Hudson I am incredibly proud of because he's only he's four and a half and he has stepped up and been so amazing uh without his dad being here and has really been very independent these last few weeks He has, as much as I want to say that I'm like that super awesome Instagram Pinterest mom that wakes up before her kids and makes this like adorable breakfast for them and stuff. I'm not. Um, My kid usually is the one waking me up. And a few times since I've had Harper, I've had to be like, go make yourself a bowl of cereal or something because she wakes up and immediately wants to eat. And then I'm stuck sitting there for a little bit while I'm feeding her. 
And if he's hungry and he can't wait, he's capable of making a bowl of cereal. He can make himself oatmeal. Um, and he's been really great about doing those things for himself or, uh, he'll even like, you know, watch cartoons for a little bit while I'm taking care of Harper. And, um, he has started making peanut butter and jellies for himself and he can get to anything that he's allowed to do without my assistance. He can get to. So if he wants to come out and color while I'm dealing with her, he has just been so great at, um, stepping into that role of big brother and being more independent. And I'm really proud of him for that. But I'm also um, being home with just the kids now has been um, eye-opening to how important Bradley's role was while he was home with us and just made me so much more grateful for the time that he was here with us. Well, thanks. (laughs) Makes me feel good. So I think we're going to wrap it up now. Yeah, this one one is definitely a little... (laughs) You'll notice... You might notice the pauses in the the recordings because uh, Harper also, something we'll talk about later, she uh, developed or was born with a dairy intolerance. And so uh, the reason why there was such a long break in between when we recorded the first half and now the second half is that um, she was struggling a little bit for a few weeks being in pain while um, I was cutting dairy out of my system and... Uh, it was upsetting her stomach and, you know, getting back to normal. So it was kind of hard to find a time where we could record where she wasn't. Um, Lots of crying. Yeah, there was a lot of crying, not very much sleep. Um, but that comes with having a new baby. Uh, so hopefully it's not too distracting Where if or hopefully you don't notice the pausing that much or there's not like this weird um, break in between the first half and the second half. But um that's a parenting podcast. It wouldn't be yeah. be one without uh, children interruptions, right? No. <laughs> so with that, if you have made it to the end of this episode. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Number one. Um, number two, if you have made it to the end, that means you enjoyed it. You made it Hopefully. here with us. Hopefully. Yes. So we would like to ask you to please subscribe if you haven't share it and rate it the ratings i think are just on apple but it does help it can help get this in front of more eyes and then just sharing it if you want to on a a social media page or just even telling a friend about it Um, hopefully we can be a little bit informational or you just get different perspectives from you know or just relatable too yeah relatable if anyone ever was feeling alone in anything But those things do help, and I hate asking people to do those things. But, uh, you know, the more people this gets in front of, uh, that helps us out and makes us want to do it more. So if you like it, share it.